Alrighty. To celebrate the launch of this podcast, we're running an iTunes and Stitcher contest leading up to the first 10 episodes of our show. One lucky winner is going to get an invite to become a founding member of our Founders Connect Inner Circle Mastermind Group, which is normally worth 840 USD per year to join. We're also going to give one lucky winner a 30-minute marketing blast off consulting call with myself or a 30-minute ideal relationship coaching call with Cindy. We normally charge $500 per session, so definitely worth it. We will announce the winners on episode 11, so if you'd like to become a founding member of our Founders Connect Inner Circle or get some marketing or relationship coaching, head on over to foundersconnect.co forward slash win to enter now. Welcome to Founders Connect Podcast. We help lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Did you know that approximately 45% of marriages end up in divorce and 65% of all startups fail due to founder conflicts? Well, we're here to change that. Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest and practical tips to help you with business, relationships, and sustainable living. Now, let the fun begin! I'm Cindy Pham. And I'm Anthony Chansomuth. And today we're answering, what do you do when your partner does not support your business or your dreams? Okay, so this is a very common issue for startup founders and entrepreneurs. And let me tell you three reasons why this is a problem. Firstly, if your partner is not supporting you, then you're not going to feel happy at home, which impacts your productivity and creates stress in your business as well as in your relationship. Number two, you feel alone and unloved because the one person you think should really be supporting you is not supporting you, okay? So what do you do? Who do you turn to, right? And number three is your partner may feel resentment over time because what they're seeing is you chasing your dream and them having to pause their dream until you finish yours and they don't know when you're going to become successful and make it all happen. So that causes resentment, all right? So Cindy, let's talk about the five practical things that founders can do to address this problem? Well, for sure, the first one is to communicate. So you need to communicate clearly about your individual goals, your business goals, and your combined goals. So you're talking about life goals. Life goals as a couple, relationship goals. Of course. And how do you do that? What did you do? What did we do? Don't you remember... So we sat down, we just talked about it. Sometimes we went through a, some questionnaire. Sometimes we just talk it out. Okay, and what about, I remember we actually used one of our date days in Osaka and we went to this brunch restaurant with some really yummy waffles, Japan-style waffles or pancakes. And we had sticky notes everywhere on a table and we wrote down specifically different areas and different things we wanted to achieve in the next five and ten years. Exactly. We were very specific in what we want in our personal, in our business, and basically our life goals for each other as a couple as well. And um, a timeline on it. So it's more measured. And how did that help you with just getting alignment with what I wanted and what you wanted? Basically, it sets everything on the table. And if you want to learn something or you want to do something, you should just put on the table, basically, and then um, work through it together. 
Yep, and we re- literally put it on a table with sticky notes. Exactly. If you want a picture, we can send you. Oh, uh, we'll put it on the oh, show notes. Uh, that's true. Yes. Yeah. And that was really just an amazing time to spend with each other on our date day because we're sharing our individual dreams and our combined dreams and goals as a couple. And the nice thing about that also is. Because we also talked about our business goals, we looked at how those business goals were supporting our life. And that's really important when you're building a business. So making a holistic goal, life goal list. Okay, so number one there is talk about life priorities together as a couple. Mm -hmm. Number two is to learn how to listen, okay? And someone once said there is a reason God gave us two ears and one mouth, and that's so we should listen twice as much as we speak. Now, entrepreneurs are notorious for their bad listening skills. Sometimes our spouse isn't being unsupportive as much as they feel they aren't being heard, right? So really, it's all about, as the entrepreneur, being able to listen to what your partner's saying and what they're trying to express to you. So practice. Just listening. Exactly. Listening for all signs of verbal and nonverbal communication. Awesome. So what's number three, Cindy? So number three is basically you need to understand that maybe your language, for example, the way you show your appreciation or your love is and could be very different to how your partner shows his or her love to you. So what we did was we actually did a five love language, which I am so amazed that um, I was not what I thought I was. So what does that mean? Basically, I thought that I was actually a physical person in relation to the five love language. So what's in the five love language? What are the five love language? Great question. So there is... There's physical touch, which you mentioned. There's words of affirmation, mm-hmm. okay? One, which is acts of service. Mm-hmm. Then there's giving gifts. And the last one is quality time. Mm-hmm. Did you know that financial intimacy can lead to better sexual intimacy with your significant other? Money is never just about dollars and cents. Money is wrapped up with emotions such as fear, insecurity, envy, and guilt, and attitudes such as control. So want to improve your financial intimacy? Grab our free guide at www.foundersconnect.co forward slash financial intimacy today. You are listening to the Founders Connect podcast, helping lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage. Now back to the show. So basically, I thought mine was physical touch, but it was unexpectedly I was act of service. And it has always been that way. But I never thought or think it that way. So if you don't understand what that means, it essentially means act of service. It means you prioritize and appreciate when someone does an act of service for you. So they're doing actions which make you feel great and feel loved. An example of that is I'm always cleaning the dishes and <laughs> and, yeah. and keeping our kitchen bench clean and the table, dinner table, dining table clear. And I do that without... Cindy asking because I know that she will appreciate that and that's her language and actually growing up in my family both my parents were acts of service people and so it's not uncommon for me to be in that world okay now for me when I did the test my love language came out with the primary being physical touch okay and then closely followed up with that one was quality time so they're my priorities and so how do you show someone physical touch Cindy? 
Well, obviously, that's what a couple do. Do that. <laughs> well, not all couples. Some couples are traditional and they don't want to display affection publicly. But something that you've done really nicely is you like you hold my hand or you give me a hug. Definitely. That's my favorite things in the world. There you go. Okay, so speaking your partner's language and something that we often do is we tend to show our appreciation in the way that we prefer, okay, and that's where there's a miscommunication because your partner may not have the same love language and that means that you're speaking to them in a language which they don't appreciate. And it doesn't matter how much you continue doing it the way that you do it, if it's not their preferred way of receiving love, then it's not going to work, okay? It's not going to work to the effect that you want. Absolutely. Thank you, Cindy. So number four is bringing back balance between work and play or work and relationship. Okay. And so this is something that we struggled with initially when I was working full time and I was trying to build a business at the same time. So we essentially had to find a way that I had to find a way that I could prioritize the relationship, which was obviously important to Cindy. And it was also important to me. I just wasn't showing it with my schedule. So what did we do? So we created a day called date day and uh, on that date day I specifically asked not to use the mobile phone or get distracted by that and um, have some shared experience that we both like. And also to make it fun. Definitely, nothing can be without fun. <laughs> and these don't have to be overly expensive or anything like that. It's just more around. So for us, quality time, I think that's your number two love yeah. language. And that's mm-hmm. my number two love language. So we actually align there. So it's just more like being together, being present. And that's why there's the no phone or no internet rule. And definitely one, you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs, you're getting sort of Facebook messengers and you're getting text messages and you're getting things booping and bopping all the time. And so you want to exactly. turn off your phone and that's the way to do that. So number four is bringing back balance. What about number five, Cindy? So basically number five is to involve them in what you're doing so they get a bit of idea of what you're trying to do or achieve in your business, your business goal. So um, what Anthony sneakily did was ask me to do little admin task uh, which I actually love doing because I love helping him to uh, build his dream and make him more not to worry about the admin side which he doesn't really like to do which I'm okay with it. (laughs) So yeah essentially that's how we ended up having Cindy join our business as the chief as the CEO. What's the CEO role again? This is the CEO role that I name myself called the Efficiency Chief Officer. You mean the Chief Efficiency Officer? Oh, sorry, yes. (laughs) I get my words mixed up sometimes. (laughs) And it was actually a good opportunity to have my wife involved in developing new skills like leading a team. So actually, Cindy came in and was in charge of working with our VA, for example, and having them you know, manage the operation side of the business, which is really, really fantastic for a while. And then it wasn't, but we'll talk about that in another episode. <laughs> of course, life goes on. Okay, so there it is. There are five different ways that you can really tackle this challenge of your spouse not supporting your business. So number one, talking about life priorities together. Number two, listen. Number three is learning to speak their language. Number four is to balance and schedule time for your relationship. And number five is to let them help with the business. Exactly. Now we've got a special gift for you. 
Want to improve your communication with your partner? Check out our new guide. It's called Argue Less, Love More. 10 exercises for better couple communication. Just head over to foundersconnect.co forward slash communicate to download it now for free. That's foundersconnect.co forward slash communicate. In our next episode, we're talking love languages and asking, is your spouse's love tank full? And remember to live passionately, purposefully, and confidently. Till next time, 